Um, hi, this is Kylie, Sam, and Maya, and this is going to be our A Thousand Splitted Sons chapter 27 through 35 discussion. So, Kylie will start us off with your question. Okay, yeah. So, my question is, when the text states, Miriam can almost hear him say, watch your step now, my flower. And then a while later, she says again, they came back early the next evening. He let the gate go prematurely, and it almost hit the girl on the face on page 235. This is right after Lila had her child and now they're coming back and it's later revealed that she had a girl so my question is what does this quote say about the value of a daughter in society um i think this quote shows like how they're not valued and how um how everyone would rather have a son but i have another question is it weird how like rashid was valuing um Lila so much, but like then, and like she's a girl, but then when they had a daughter, he didn't want her. It's like then another man would want her in the future. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of because um, he was, um, he liked Lila so much just because he may have thought that like she could provide him with um a child, preferably a son, and everything. And now that she's given him a daughter, he's kind of feels a bit less happy about that because he kind of wants a son and everything. And about that quote that Kylie brought up, I find it kind of funny how he even brings up like, oh, watch your step, my flower, and acts so like, oh, hey, hey, I love you kind of thing, but then like almost smacks her in the face. It it kind of shows that like um, sometimes like your actions speak louder than words, like even though you say something like, does he really mean it? No. Yeah, going along with your point, I think something else you also have to realize is his difference of treatment with Miriam, too, because on page uh, 86, right after Miriam found out she was pregnant, it says, every time the bus bucked over a pothole and jerked forward, his hand shot protectively over her belly. So when he thought that she was pregnant and he thought she was going to have a son, he was being very protective over her. And also on page 87, she, Miriam walks in and finds Rashid like building a crib and all this nice stuff. But then as soon as she didn't have the baby, he started treating her very differently, like started being abusive towards her. And I think that's similar to how he's treating Lila now. Yeah, and um, so we can clearly tell from these quotes that um, he definitely wants a son more than a daughter and everything. And um, I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Um, something else that I think is interesting is the difference between Miriam's reaction to how Rashid treats her after that and Lila's reaction. Now, like, even though Lila did have, like, the child and Miriam didn't, they both were kind of treated the same way by Rashid afterwards. But Lila, like, started talking back to him. And Miriam just kind of shut down. Like on page 241, when Rashid's about to uh, hit Miriam, it says that an astonishing thing happened. The girl lunged at him. She grabbed his arm with both hands and tried to drag him down, but she could do no more than dangle from him. 
she did succeed in slowing Rashid's progress towards Miriam. So Miriam wasn't doing anything in the situation. She was just standing there. And Lila, like, jumped in and prevented Rashid from hitting Miriam. So what do you think that kind of says about their different upbringings and the ways, like, their childhood, how it shaped them into the two different characters they are and how they act towards Rashid? Yeah, um, do you think it has anything to do with, like, their fathers being in their lives? um, Because, like, I don't think Lila would have been, like, educated like she did if... Um, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it also has to do with um, kind of um, how Lila has didn't really have like a traditional upbringing and everything like that. And well, not really. More like single story of like. What I'm trying to say is um, Miriam kind of had like that single story upbringing. So like, in kind of like that single story um. She would kind of just be raised to like, oh, take it and everything. He's your husband and all that stuff. But then Lila, her upbringing kind of goes beyond that single story and kind of defies that single story where um, the way she was brought up, um, if she saw something wrong like that, she would just do something about it rather than just like let it happen. And do you guys think that has anything to do with um, rural urban things or not really? Um, that's an interesting point. What do you think? Um, I think it could because um, Miriam like wasn't around as many people, so that might have had an influence on her. Yeah, she like she was. I think the same age as Lila when she got married to Rashid, but she hadn't left her home for like her whole life. Yeah. So that could definitely have an impact. Yeah. That, that's well said. Um, do we want to move into uh, the second question? Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, you or me? All right, you'll get your stuff. So, in the text, when it states, Lucky I was home, he said to the girl, he was sitting on a folding chair beside Miriam's bed where the girl lay. Lucky for you, I mean. I dug you out with my own hands. What does this say about the power of men's words have over us? Uh, what page was that? That was 200. 200? Okay. I think she would be seen as... Um, Kelly, what do you think? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I kind of want to hear what, what I have to. Yeah. Okay. Um. Sorry. Could you repeat the question? Okay. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> when um. In the state, in the text, when it states, "Lucky I was home," he said to the girl. He was sitting on a folding chair beside Miriam's bed, where the girl lay. Lucky for you, I mean. I dug you out with my own hands. What does this say um, about the power men's words have over Um, I think this kind of says that um, Rashid's kind of like manipulative and everything. Because at this point, um, it's not really said anywhere, but you can kind of assume that um. Rashid at this point is already kind of thinking of Lila just for like that baby and that like boy that he wants and everything. So um, I feel like it kind of shows that like 
his, wor- his words don't really like, mean anything of value. Like, he even says there, like, oh, it's lucky that I saved you. And the fact that he says that doesn't say that it was lucky for her initially kind of implies that he felt he was lucky because he could then get his own goals, which would be his son out of that situation. Yeah, I agree with you. And yeah, he definitely was just trying to manipulate the situation. And that's why he like, used those words that way. It's like interesting how Miriam notices he's exaggerating everything. So I guess you can like gather because like, we haven't followed Miriam's story for like 15 years. So I'm guessing you can like gather from her interpretation of his lie that he does stuff like this often where he'll like make himself sound like the hero and exaggerate to do so. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Um, I'm not sure. Okay, but um, yeah, it, it uh definitely goes to show that um, Rashid he's very manipulative. He very much doesn't really mean his words, or sometimes his words have like double meanings. And I'm not sure about what you guys think, but um, I feel like that Rashid doesn't really care about Miriam or Lila. Like, truly, I so. think he. I I think he did care about Miriam in the beginning because like that one quote I brought up when he thought she was pregnant and he was doing all this stuff for her and taking care of her I think he cares about them when he thinks they're going to give him a son oh yeah but, but do, you, do you think in that quote um, that protection where he like reached out do you think that was because of the baby or just because of Miriam in general I think it was because of the baby but something else I'll try to find the page even before um, they knew she was pregnant he was being like nicer to Miriam he wasn't being horrible I'll try to find Definitely a good point. Yeah. 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 While she finds it, do you have anything to add Well, I had a question. Um, do you guys think it's weird how how quickly like Rashid likes someone and then dislikes them? Um. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, I feel like like is a subjective term because I feel like he doesn't really like the people for who they are, but rather like, oh wow, you're a woman, you can make babies. That's basically all he really sees. So I found the quote on page 76 is when um, so Rashid bought Miriam the shawl and she says 
So then Rashid was tapping on her shoulder and handing her something. Here, it was a dark blue shawl with pleated fringes and edges embroidered with gold thread. Do you like it? Miriam looked up. Rashid did a touching, touching thing then. He blinked and averted her gaze. So, at least in Miriam's eyes, He's definitely trying to like be nice to her, and he's definitely like this gesture does show that he cares about her. So I don't know. I think what you said about Rashid's opinion on women is definitely true because then she didn't have the baby, he ended up being very cruel to her. And um, do you guys think it's weird how like? We learned that, like, his, like, he had a son when Miriam was, like, going through the pictures. He had, like, a son and a wife. Um, do you guys think it's weird that, like, he just, like, let his son die? Like, he wasn't really protective over him. Um, didn't they say at one point he was a drunk? Yeah. So, yeah, the midwife was saying he was a drunk and he didn't even realize that his son drunk. So I guess that kind of raises another question. What do you think, like, how do you think, like, men view their position in this society? So he thought that it was, like, okay just to be drunk while they were at a lake and his son was just running around. What do you think he thinks his role is there? I think he saw, like, his son is not really his responsibility. That it more fell on, like, the mom. Um, I kind of have a question. Do you think um, Rashid's, like, desperate tries to have a son, do you think that's um, more so societal, like, it, you should have, like, a son and everything like that, or more so he's trying to get back what he lost and, like, trying to cope with that loss, like, get a son back so he can do it right? I think it's a little bit of both. So I think every, like, father or every man, like, wants a son, but also I think, yeah, he's trying to, like, replace the son. I agree with that. I don't. I'm not sure if it's as much as he's trying to replace his son because I feel like if he more cared about having like a child and wanting to replace that child, then he wouldn't. Then he would just like accept any child that he had. But I think it's definitely more like a societal impact that. Like you're expected to have a son in this society, and also, especially with everything that's going on in the time period we are now, the Taliban and everything. I think it's definitely more important to have a son than a daughter because the men are the only one that can like achieve anything in society. <laughs> Uh, third question, I guess. Did you ask your question? I have not. Right, so I can do that now. So um, on page 216, when the book says, um, when Rashid is saying, these days, times being what they are, a woman needs a husband. Haven't you noticed all the widows sleeping on the streets? They would kill for this chance. 
In fact, this is, well, I'd say this is downright charitable. Um, what does this quote say about Rashid and the role of men in society? Um, well, I think, I think um, for, to answer both of those, um, I think that it shows how, like, he's kind of letting the power get to his head. Because, like, he's saying that it's, like, charitable to make a 15-year-old girl marry him. And that's not right. Yeah. What do you think of? Um, well, I kind of have a question to like sort of counter that question. Oh, yeah. Do you think this would have been rushing into you when like the Soviets were in control and women were getting empowered in education, or do you think this is a new view that's come up with the current situation? I feel like he would have done the same thing, um, even under the Soviets and everything. Would Lila agree? Probably not, because the situation would be different. But um, because uh, we got to remember that um, Rashid is doing this like out of all selfish reason, reasons and everything. So um, he's not really trying to be charitable. He's trying to get a son and everything. And um, even if it wasn't that dangerous out there, he'd just find a different excuse, like oh. Those Soviets or whatever, yeah. and blame it on something else. And when I was finding this quote, I found it really um, interesting that um, Rashid's um, what Rashid says in this quote is kind of complex because he's kind of doing the right thing by keeping Lila safe and everything, but he's doing it for the completely wrong reasons because he's doing it because he wants a son and everything. At the same time, do you think his decision? is a good decision to um, keep her there. Yeah, I think it was a good decision, but I don't think to, like, keep her safe, he had to, like, marry her. Yeah. there would be, like, no talking around the town, especially since everyone was, like, trying to just survive. He says on page 214, it looks dishonorable, an unmarried young woman living here. It's bad for my reputation and hers and yours, I might add. So I think he was definitely looking for excuses to marry her. And what you said about if she would have agreed to marry him or not. Do you think that was because of the current situation or because she found out she was pregnant? Um, well, I'm pretty sure it states somewhere that, um, I forget ex the exact situation, I can't really find it. Oh, 218? Oh, well, all right. Um, yeah, well, somewhere it says that, um, Lila was thinking about it and she was going to go until she found out that she was pregnant and it missed her cycle or something. Um, and I kind of forget your question, but, um, yeah, I feel like if she didn't have the baby or the situation was slightly different, she would definitely not marry just skedaddle. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think about, like, Miriam's reaction? Like, she's been treated so bad to, um, or she's been treated so bad by Rashid. So don't you guys find it kind of odd that she was, like, so protective over him? Like, when he was saying that he wanted to marry Lila, and when he said that Lila stole her husband. Can you repeat the question? Um, don't you guys find it kind of odd how, like, protective Miriam was over Rashid, like, wanting a second wife? Yeah, that is kind of odd. I didn't notice that, 
but I guess that kind of goes along with like she's feeling I feel like in with that happening is when it truly like clicked for her that he was just he just married her to try to get a child and since she's never had a child he's like done with her and he's replacing her now yeah and um yeah I, I definitely agree with that and I also think she also recognizes the fact that this is a society where she can't like not have a husband in her current situation so, and she also can't do anything about what yeah. his decisions are so I wonder is she like worried that he might just end up divorcing her? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. well, well um, does anyone have anything else that they notice and want to bring attention to? I was kind of wondering why they decided to stay like in Rashid's house because um because it was kind of like a war zone you know like instead of fleeing they stayed instead yeah something else I noticed that was interesting is they never like when Lila was in her house before it got bombed um, she was always noticing all the noises from the rockets and like the fighting and everything but there hasn't been any mention of any of that here yeah um I feel like um, just for the book as a whole, maybe um, the author was trying to shift the focus so it's not really about the war right now, but it's more so about the societal relationship with yeah. Rashid and everything. But um, I don't know, it could also be because like her ear is broken. True. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but then it's kind of interesting that like Miriam doesn't really notice it either. So I wonder, is this him trying to show the more complete story? Because like when you look at the single story of this time for Afghanistan, most people just think of the war. Oh yeah. So is this him trying to show like there's a life beyond the war? Um, that is a, a very good question. Um, sure, I, I can't really support it at all. I my mind's blanking, but um, that very well could be. Yeah, that's a good point. The bombs just kind of like stopping everything. Um, what do you guys think about um, uh, Milo's reaction with um, Tariq dying? I think I don't know. I kind of feel like it was almost an underreaction. And I so? what page was that that she? That was uh, chapter twenty-eight. Okay, so that was pages, before. Uh, 205 to 210. 204 to 210, sorry. Okay. Um, I don't know. She, like, I understand. 
What do you think? Um, I think she was just trying to stay calm, and yeah. I don't remember if at that point she knew she was pregnant. She did not. I don't think she did that. Okay. Then, yeah, I think she was just trying to stay calm. Yeah, like, it was I agree with you. Freaking out. Like, she definitely had a very different reaction than how... Like, I think she just has a different way of coping with her emotions. Like, she just couldn't move, I think it said. Like, she just couldn't, like, think of anything she couldn't move. Whereas, like, her mother, it says on page 210, she remembered how Mammy had dropped to the ground, how she screamed, tore at her hair. But Layla couldn't even manage that. She could hardly move. She could hardly move a muscle. So I think it was just like the shock of it. Because if you think of your like close friends, you kind of have a sense of like immortality with them. Like, they're always going to be there. They're never going to go. So if you find out like oh they're dead, it just kind of is an emotional like toll on you that like you can't even imagine a world without them. Whereas like I feel like Mammy kind of knew it was coming like her son's death because they sent them off to war yeah. they hadn't heard from them for a while yeah. so and I think um, Lila's whole situation kind of feeds into that single story because mm-hmm. her and her family were split up and they were killed and everything um, close friends killed like um I forget the one girl's name, but um, yeah, um, she was killed. Um, now her best friend, more than best friend, uh, Tariq and his family gone, and it just kind of feeds into that single story of like there's, it's just war there and like people are dying a bunch. Um, something I kind of noticed throughout the entire book is the use of, like, flowers and imagery and everything. So, like, on page 256, um, Miriam says, two new flowers had unexpectedly sprouted in her life, and as Miriam watched the snow coming down, and she just says, like, um, but it is God who has planted them. It is, and it is his will that you tend to them. So, uh, and then just as earlier in that page and whenever those two poisonous flowers began to sprout in that parched land of that field Miriam uprooted them she uprooted them and ditched them before they took hold so and then I also noticed like Lila didn't want any flowers at her wedding and Miriam's named after a flower so what do you think that use of like flowers and like what do you think it symbolizes Oh, um, that's a good question. Um, well, that quote also mentions snow, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and what I've noticed throughout the story, um, it happened when Miriam first went to the doctor, when Miriam was leaving the doctor, when um, Lila and um, Rashid just came out of uh, child conceiving, quote, quote, not really. Um, there's a bunch of snow imagery there, and I feel like the snow kind of symbolizes like child and like um like having a child and everything like that but then the flowers may actually represent the children because like um that quote said that Miriam like plucked out every single flower and everything even though she was a flower that could kind of mean that um that um like those could represent her miscarriages and everything and how those flowers that she was sprouting just kind of got plucked away and the fact that she's a flower like her name Miriam is a flower 
Wait, that's a flower? Yeah, it's just in the beginning. He's like, oh, I named you after like my favorite flower. Oh, good point. Yeah. All right. My bad. Um, yeah. Um, that. And aren't there flowers on your suitcase? Something like that. But yeah. Um, the fact that she's a flower too could represent how like she wasn't. What do you think her name being a flower means? Um, I feel like it shows how like she wasn't like any other girl. Like you know, like when she was growing up and her mom was so like mean to her, she really like didn't do anything to fight back. You know? Oh yeah. So she's just like delicate. I think. Yeah, that's actually. And it's interesting that you brought up snow because I didn't realize. Like I had really been noticing like, the flower use throughout oh, the whole yeah. book, but I hadn't really noticed on the snow. So that's interesting. Yeah, and um, how um, what's interesting is how um, I feel like the meaning for snow has changed throughout the three uses that I've noticed for it. So I've noticed it um after Lila is pregnant and everything, and both the first visit of Miriam to the doctor and the second visit. Um, after Miriam's second visit. The meaning of the snow for Marion kind of changes. Yeah. Where um, then it becomes like somber and everything because like the child's dead, never happened, and um, it kind of changes meanings to like be slightly different. Whereas for Lila, the snow is still unchanged and like pure, kind of. Oh. Uh, Anyways, we're still talking about flowers and stuff. Um, Lila's flower, what do you think that means? Or lack of flowers? Lack of flowers that are yeah. blooming. What do you think? Um, I don't know about you, but I kind of think that um, the lack of flowers kind of show how um, maybe she doesn't want to flower of her own, even though she has the child. Because, like, she kind of wishes she didn't have the child because um, then she could just kind of flee to Pakistan or something, which is what she said earlier when she was getting offered to marry Rashid. Yeah, um, I also think that um, it could also maybe show like her want to not like grow up and everything because like um, before like everything exploded in her life, literally. Um, she kind of wasn't, whenever people brought up marriage and everything, she was kind of like, oh yeah, maybe marriage, no, not really, because like, she didn't really want to think about that with her and Tariq and everything, and um, we're running out of time. Um, Any last thoughts anyone wants to add? Yeah. Um, I think she wanted an education more than a family. Yeah, I agree true. that. That's good. Very true. And I think that part of that is also influence pushed on her by her parents. Yeah. All right. Anyways, that was our chapter... Something to 35 discussion. Hope you enjoyed Miss Phillips. Um, right. Okay. Stop it now. Bye. Bye. Bye.